There is a gold mine of data found in your customer support tickets, feedback, bugs, operational improvements, product ideas, you name it. Your customers are begging you to fix their problems. And our sponsor this week, OmniPanel, does the job to surface all these insights for you automatically and send them to the right person on your team. Next time there's a bug request, boom, goes to the product department. Next time there's an operational idea, great, goes to your COO. There's never been something like this before and I'm really excited to share OmniPanel with you, a great software to streamline all these requests. If you're interested in trying out OmniPanel, go to omnipanel.io and let them know Forward Thinking Founders sent you. That is O-M-N-I-P-A-N-E-L dot I-O. Thank you so much, OmniPanel, for sponsoring this episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dr. Quinn Wing who is the co-founder of Quadrant I. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here, and it's going really well, considering it's 5 o'clock. It is 5 o'clock, and we are doing some podcasting, diving into what you're working on. For people that don't know what Quadrant I is, they may not have heard of it yet, can you kind of share what you're working on with Quadrant I? Yeah, so my background is that I'm a Duke and UCSF trained cataract surgeon, and I'm building an instant and reliable online eye exam. And it was inspired by, um, actually when shelter-in-place orders came down back in March, eye exams were deemed to be non-essential, and eye clinics across the country were closed. And I realized that I actually didn't have a way to provide good eye care to my patients remotely. And that's how Quadrant I was born. And can you kind of walk me through... Um, you know, how, like, I guess the the experience with Quadrant I, if someone just heard of you for the first time, wanted to try it out, you kind of walk through the user experience, how it works, kind of like the, that, that, that process. Yeah. Uh, I would say that the problem with a traditional video visit when it comes to eye care is unless there's something completely obviously wrong with your eye, it's red, it's falling out of your face, or you have a huge rash around your eye, there's not really many ways to tell if there's a serious eye problem going on. And a lot of it is because we don't have the eye data to be able to make decisions remotely. And when I say eye data, I mean visual acuity, 
can you see 2020 or is it 2040? Uh, I want information about your optic nerve health, your retinal health, etc. So what the Quadrant Eye Remote exam does is it allows someone who is curious about the eye problem they might be having to just go to the website, click a button, no software downloads needed, and go through a series of questions that allows them to describe their eye problem. And we get to a point where there's a really nice one-line summary of what might be going on. For example, Matt, 20-year-old man with history of myopia coming in with a few days of eye pain that's made better by nothing and made worse by everything. Um, and then you go on to do a series of self-guided eye testing maneuvers, checking your vision, checking for color blindness, checking for any optic nerve problems, and checking for retinal problems. And what that does is it allows you at your own pace and in your own comfortable environment to recreate a huge part of the in-office experience, generate that data in a really organized way, and then the data is routed to me or another Quadrant Eye doctor, and before we even hop on a phone call or video call, I have a really good idea of what's going on and whether or not you need to go into the office. So it's really cool, it's really easy, and um, you would think that something like this exists already, but it does not. So is this, um, so this, this is awesome. I'm curious, who was able to use this? Is it like anyone that, that heads to your website? Like, if, do you, I guess, do you have like an ideal persona that would, be, that would be using this, or is it kind of available for anyone that wants to try? Anybody who has a stable internet connection is able to take this remote eye exam. And the ultimate goal is to lower the barrier to high quality eye care such that anyone, anywhere, and regardless of insurance status can run through this test and get some reassurance that they are not going blind, or if there's a danger of that, um, have instructions on who to see, where to go, and if not, get answers about ways to manage the eye problem that they've presented with to the website. I'm curious, I'd love to, you, you dove into this slightly, but I kind of want to go deeper. Um, I guess two, two questions. One, can you kind of share the origin story for this? And within the origin story, when you were doing market research, like, were you surprised that there wasn't anything like this, as you mentioned, or was it like, just kind of, I'd love to hear about the process of getting the idea to now, you know, having a company um, and going full force ahead. Okay. When, in regards to what led to the product, it was truly that I saw a need for both like my ability to practice the level of patient care that I want and um, my belief that there should be alternative ways to gather really good patient data. And that was highlighted to me when I was doing the market research and realized that a lot of the quote unquote remote eye care solutions out there are in fact hard tech. They're hardware based. And this is quite reflective of a general 
trend in medicine in which innovation tends to be more focused on devices and cutting edge algorithms built into very expensive devices, which increases the barrier to entry. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in terms of remote eye care, like AI algorithms for diabetic retinopathy screening that have gotten FDA approval. But that's out of reach for a lot of folks at large. You would have to be associated with a large medical institution or some sort of large clinic to be able to begin to benefit from these innovations. So um, realizing that this is the case and also not being surprised that hardware is a huge focus in medicine, I thought it would be incredibly smart and necessary to go the pure software route first so we're, we can be more nimble and make the product immediately available to as many people as possible right off the bat so we can really refine the workflow and figure out what works for um, the most people. Got it. That's, that's awesome to hear. And it's always interesting to ultimately hear like where a company comes from and, you know, or, you know, originates from what I'm kind of interested in now is if you were to look forward, you know, look out for the next, you know, five, 10 years uh, for, for Quadrant I, I mean, what, what do you see there? I guess, like, what is the big vision for it and what direction are you rowing in every day? That is something I am incredibly excited about. So today, Quadrant Eye is an instant online eye exam that is really good for screening for serious problems and helping to manage very common eye problems like pink eye styes and dry eye. And from here, we make a wedge into the entire eye care industry, which is 172 billion US dollars a year. It's incredibly large. We make a wedge that way and start to increase the complexity of the problems we can manage remotely. Cataracts, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, which has already received a lot of attention, and get folks to the point where they can replicate the in-office experience as their own virtual clinics in their bedrooms, in their living rooms, in their dining rooms, incorporating portable hardware devices on top of our software platform, and get to a future in which folks are only really going in to see the eye doctor for surgery or for super complex ophthalmological problems that require monthly visits. And then to, to ultimately make it happen, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a it's a big vision. It's an exciting vision. But you're you're gonna need some help, right? Everyone needs some help along the way. Luckily, we have uh, the Forward Thinking Founders community that is listening, that is here to help. So I'm I'm wondering, um, you know, are you looking looking for users or customers? Looking for investors? Are you hiring for a team members? <laughs> how can the how can the forward thinking community assist? Wow, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. So I have an awesome co-founder. Her name is Christine. So we are a totally female-led company. She, um, she likes to say, and I quote, I'm sorry if I offend anyone, this bitch can code. 
So from a technical standpoint and an expertise standpoint, we're really strong. What we do need help with is go to market and product. And of course, customers. I think that's like the biggest struggle of any startup, you know, getting customers, um, increasing revenue and um, just like maintaining traction after you've found a few channels. So um, anyone who needs a eye exam and is interested in trying an online exam should just go to quadrant.com and uh, anyone who's interested in the digital health space I'm happy to chat about it I do a lot of mentorship in this realm as well and always open to talking to people interested in joining my team I know as a startup um, it is important to be quite open-minded. Well, at least that's my philosophy, but being quite open-minded about um, giving opportunities to folks who might not be obviously correct candidates. Like um, for me, baking in diversity and equity into the company culture really early on is important. And I think I can't do that if I'm not open-minded when talking to folks who want to join me or have ideas that I might benefit from. And if, if what you're saying is kind of speaking to some of the listeners and they want to, they want to get in touch, they want to potentially work with you. Um, how, how can someone um, kind of, how can someone do that? Uh, what's your, what's your, what's your, uh, you know, website URL, do you have a job board? Are you on social media? Can they email you? How can someone kind of make the connection if they're kind of interested either as customer or a potential team member? So I'm pretty available on um, Twitter. My Twitter handle is Quinn IQ and I am pretty responsive to email. It's just my name, Quinn at quadranti.com. All right. I also have one more question, slightly off the off the the schedule, but I'm curious. You're can you kind of share um, how you came up with the name, um, like the the origin story of not the origin story, but like the name. Um, how did you come up with it? That's awesome. I actually I'm surprised this doesn't come up more. Uh, so I mentioned that I'm a cataract surgeon by training and cataract surgery involves a lot of instrumentation and the main power that we use is actually an ultrasound probe to break up the cataract into little pieces and vacuum it out through a tiny incision in the eye. And in those ultrasound settings, there's a setting called quadrant removal. And that's kind of when you put like the pedal to the metal and really aggressively break things up. So it's my favorite cataract surgery setting, quadrant. And uh, that's that's what I base the name off of. Got it. I, I should ask. You know what? From this episode on, I'm gonna always ask how that like you you get the name of the company because it's just like there's always a story, right? Like you, at some point you came up with the name, and it's always interesting to un, uh, unfold that. Well, thank you for so much for sharing that and sharing Quadrant Eye with us. With us, I really you know think what you're doing is cool, and best of luck, you know, making the vision happen. Thank you so much, and um, I, I really appreciate your time, and like I said, I, I am pretty open to people reaching out. We are fundraising right now. We're applying to YC. Well, actually, we submitted our application last week, and uh, things are really rolling, so we're excited. 
that is exciting. Congrats on all of that. And uh, maybe potentially we'll be batch mates. Who knows? Um, oh, you applied as well? Absolutely. Definitely applied with Forward Thinking City, which is kind of like this podcast is part of this like larger thing I'm building, which is, you know, an online city. So maybe we'll be in the, in the batch together. Who knows? That's awesome. We'll plan for that. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, until then, hope you have a great rest of your, your day and hope you have a great week. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Matt. Good luck with the application. You too. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fun raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, We have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.